Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Welcome back to another episode of Tis the Podcast, the podcast that's determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive at 365 days a year. I'm Anthony. I'm Julia. And I'm Tom. How was your week off, guys? <laughs> it was just a week off from the podcast. That's all. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I meant. What did you guys do? Which was you? not as fun as like a week off work. It was a lot less fun when we don't get to get together. So. It was a sad, dark week. But we're back now, I have a, and I have a question for you guys real quick. Yes. Ooh. Did you guys see that Bruce Willis was asked whether Die Hard was a Christmas movie or not? I did. It made no. me sad that he was wrong. Yeah, he said oh, no. Wasn't. Yeah. Wow. I could not disagree with him more. <laughs> uh, did you hear why he said it? No, why? Why? Because they have Christmas in Hollis. Ha, 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 Funny guy. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> oh. um, so have either of you been into Hallmark yet since July start Christmas and July started? Just look at all the new ornaments and stuff. I have not. I haven't. I don't usually go to Hallmark. They have a lot of cool stuff out this year already. I need to get there. But so I should go? Definitely. So I we were in Fayetteville, which is partly why which Fayetteville, Arkansas. Um, which is partly why we missed out on recording um, to pick my kids up from band camp. And while we were there, we like to do shopping in the old Fayetteville town square. That's just beautiful. And one of the shops had an entire room dedicated to Christmas ornaments, the, um, the beautiful glass ornaments in particular. And my daughter found a clarinet. Aww, so we've that's already awesome. started our Christmas ornament shopping. That's awesome. The year. I, I bought, I bought a few at homework. I got a Professor Snape one, and, he, and he's looking over Harry Potter at his desk, and he pushed a button, and he says, Mr. Potter, our new celebrity. And, uh, oh, nice. <laughs> and I got, um, this year they have Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. You have to buy them separately, but they sync up and sing Christmas carols together while ringing bells, so Mickey and, Mickey and Donald are out. Goofy's not released till October, so. That's a sneaky way to get you to buy a bunch of ornaments. Yeah. Yes, it is. They do that every year, though. Last year, they had the peanuts, which are really awesome as well. I didn't get them last year, though. But mm. I like Hallmark's um, things that you push the button and, like, they dance around. You know, but, like, the table toppers or whatever. Hallmark yeah, yeah. is my favorite ones of those, and we try and get one every year. Definitely. Baby yeah, I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the, that's what – these were table toppers, not Christmas ornaments. The Mickey and Goofy. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I need to go by there then. I think um, Tim Babb on Can't Wait for Christmas, uh, he has a video of them on his Instagram feed. So oh, I gotta check you should out. check it out, guys. Mm-hmm. 
That's awesome. So we are continuing our Hallmark month this week by covering 2014's Hallmark film, The Nine Lives of Christmas, based on the book of the same name by Sheila Roberts. So, Tom, how about you give us a plot synopsis? As Christmas draws near, a veterinary student and a stray cat challenge a fireman's commitment to his life as a bachelor. That pretty much sums up the film. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You didn't put a dreamy fireman's commitment to his life as a dreamy bachelor. Was he dreamy? That's a... Well, he is Superman. He is Superman. <laughs> Actually, Superman. I did too. I wish he got another movie. Mm-hmm. Why don't we dive into the credits of this film before we do our history, since we're already there, kind of anyway. <laughs> so this film was directed by Mark Jean, who has a bunch of made-for-TV Christmas movies and episodes of various TV shows to his name, but nothing like huge. And it was written by Nancy Silvers, Again, she's done a bunch of made-for-TV Christmas movies, including Christmas Every Day, which is on her schedule for later this year. And uh, the three main stars in this film are Brandon Ralph as Zachary Stone, and he's known for Superman Returns and the Arrowverse TV shows on the CW and the TV show Chuck. Uh, Kimberly Sustin plays Marilee White, who's known for Spooksville and the Romeo section and the Hearts of Christmas. I haven't seen any of those. I don't know if you guys have. Nope. Mm-mm. And Stephanie Bennett, who played Jacqueline, and she's been in 21 Thunder, Shadowhunters, a Mortal Instrument TV show. Uh, yep, agreed. Also, the Romeo section and Unreal. So. Did you read the Shadowhunter series, Anthony? I did, and I am still annoyed they haven't done a proper movie or TV show. Nope. Both movie and TV show have just been abysmal. They're great books. They're amazing books. Even the uh, the the older ones. Yep. Um, I was a big fan of all the the Shadowhunter books, but man, they didn't. I don't know what they're doing wrong. They should probably just hire Peter Jackson and get it over with, right? <laughs> Pretty much. That it it amazes me how many books they screw up when adapting them. Like that Dragon series, Aragon. Aragon, is that how it's pronounced? That movie yeah. was awful. And those books are really good. Anyway, that don't get us down that rabbit hole. <laughs> That's definitely, <laughs> that could be a whole topic in and of itself. <laughs> but actually, before we move on, have you read those books, Julia? The Shadowhunter series? I haven't. No. You definitely need to. They're really good. Oh. Yep, I agree. Put it on my list. A friend of mine who uh, is really into steampunk, uh, she's a steampunk artist. Julia, do you know Sam? Bohemian Romance? Yes. She recommended them to me. Oh, okay. Uh, so that probably, gives, that probably gives it a little more cred- credibility than Anthony and I. No. <laughs> Y'all have some pretty high cred status when it comes to books. <laughs> so let's start, by, as we always do, by talking about our histories of this film. And I'll go first since I chose this movie. Actually, I don't think we mentioned it last week. So for Hallmark Month, each of the three of us... Each of us got to choose one Hallmark movie to cover, and I was one purely because when it came time to schedule, I could not remember the name of any other Hallmark Christmas movie at the time because we scheduled <laughs> months ago, <laughs> and this was the only one on my mind because I had just watched it prior to scheduling. <laughs> so that's how I chose it. I like how much care you put in your process of. I mean, Hallmark. We all, we all know my feelings about Hallmark overall. <laughs> 
the channel. The store is awesome. So, yeah, this film I saw for the first time last year, last Christmas season, and uh, I enjoyed it for a Hallmark film. It, <laughs> it definitely could have used more atmosphere for my liking, but uh, we'll get into that when we dive into the film. But in terms of, like, I thought the story was cute. Uh, I like anything with animals, no matter what the animal is, because I'm an animal guy. And I love Brandon Routh, so I thought in terms of acting in these films, he definitely brought some good chops to the Hallmark channel. But yeah, I enjoyed it for a Hallmark film anyway. And I'm going to preface that because there is a ceiling there. But yeah, that's pretty much it. What about you, Julia? Uh, Yeah, so hadn't seen it prior to watching it for the podcast, but Marty had, which was interesting. So I was trying to find somewhere to watch it. I ended up buying it because I got so frustrated with the YouTube versions and the audio being completely out of whack that I'm never doing that again. So Marty's like, I think I remember this one. I think I remember not turning it off, which is usually a good sign is what he said. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, I'm buying it. I think it was like two or three 99 and guys, it was worth it. I probably would have paid more for it if I knew I was getting myself into. I really liked this movie. I, it made me smile and I cried at one point and it had a super cute guy in it. And that's always a winner. Um, I will agree with the atmosphere part and my rating is not going to be as high as I feel like it should be because of the atmosphere, mm-hmm. but I really liked this movie. I, I liked it. Before, I will say before we move on to Tom, it also has a super cute girl in it too. I thought she was really adorable. Too. Yeah. Yep. And a super cute cat too. So the cat. Yeah. Well, I know we'll get into that, but yeah, I liked it. What about you, Tom? Um, my allergies went off just watching a, the cat on TV. Um, I'm highly allergic to cats, which is not a good thing um, because I really like cats. Uh, anyway, um, I hadn't seen this movie. I am a big Brandon Routh fan. Um, my favorite Superman. Hashtag that's my Superman. For what that's worth. Hashtag uh, that's yeah, my Superman. That is my yeah. Superman. Um, he is by far my favorite. Um, and really, under I think, underappreciated and undervalued. As all good things that seem to happen in the uh dc world are but um you know i didn't turn it off <laughs> you're like marty <laughs> I, am. I, didn't, I didn't turn it off um, i didn't hate it i think as we go on and jump right into our thoughts i'm gonna pick up where anthony left off um my biggest complaint it did not feel like a christmas movie at all no. it left me wanting um i think they could have done some really easy minor things music decoration somewhere um it felt like maybe, it, it, to me, it honestly felt like this was an already written movie they were going to do. And they're like, oh, crap, we need another Christmas movie. Let's put this, let's put the word Christmas in this and we're fine. Yes. Um, so, I also did not like the title at all. Yeah, not relevant other than, let's see, I, there's cats in it. So wait, like, what can we do with that? So I can speak to that a bit because I read the book it was based on, actually. Which so is, how is pure, pure Christmas fluff. The book is probably like 80% different. The book takes place in a, you know, over the week where there's a giant snowstorm and Merrily's obsessed with Christmas and it has much more of a Christmas presence in the book. You know, he doesn't like Christmas because, you know, his mom walked out on them around the holiday season and blah, blah, blah. So he has this whole tragic Christmas backstory. That also t- explains his issue with relationships that we don't really understand at all that just seems out of place in this as well. Exactly. Right. 
And the title is relevant in the book because it's part of it is told from the cat's point of view. What? Oh, so like it's he, the cat is on his ninth life and he's trying to basically karma his life up because he, he's afraid he's going to lose his life and he wants some good karma points. So he, he finds this single bachelor who he clearly, who he feels clearly needs is missing something. And, uh, you know, in this cat's mind, he's the one who gets him in merrily together. Oh, that's funny. So, uh, so really this has the same character names and that's about it, huh? That is pretty much it for the most part. He still had the girlfriend, Jacqueline, who hated the cat and was just a giant snob. Was he still a fireman? He was still a fireman, and she still worked at the pet store and lived in an apartment. She couldn't have cats. But uh, yeah, in terms of like all the little details, though, and other story points, it was all different. Why wasn't it snowy in this movie? I mean, why wasn't it snowy? It's, uh, this might be the first Hallmark Christmas movie I've seen where it wasn't snowing, which Not confused me because, again, the book was all snow. Yeah, I don't know. That would have helped a lot. And that would have get, given my 12-year-old justification in saying that every Hallmark movie has a kiss in the snow where they both have scarves on. <laughs> that didn't happen in this one. So for him, it did not cut. Ooh. It didn't pass muster. I will say I did like the scene where they were Christmas tree shopping together and she was going through and Merrily was going through her rules of how to pick out a Christmas tree from the smell to mm-hmm. looking at it from different angles and leaning with it and everything like that. I thought that was very cute. Mm-hmm. That was, she had some good rules too. They were good are, rules. The, are they similar to your rules, Tom? Pretty similar, really, yeah. Nice. So, so that scene was probably where I got the most Christmas feelings, the Christmas tree farm. It's short otherwise. I mean, I think at one point, maybe you could hear, I think Charlene said on Twitter, our listeners, Charlene, that you can hear uh, Joy to the World or something in a restaurant when you they're can, in, that- in the background. Yeah. And uh, they're decorating the tree at one point. But besides those three things and him dressed as Santa at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's that was what- disappointing. That's one of the, uh, uh, you know, we've talked about this before. How can you have a Christmas movie and kill and not win it with the Christmas music? I don't know what was going on here. Um, so well, I, not a Christmas movie. Was there, bu- was there budget <laughs> spent on Brandon Ralph? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Because that's possible. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What he, has he really done much since Superman? I mean, this was what? That was later? That I think well, there's a reason I only have Superman, Arrow, and Chuck in there. Those are his probably most well-known things. So I think what Superman I, was his only A-list movie. That's what I mean. Like, did would his budget really be that high? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no clue. So I will say, when I started, when the movie first started, I was really, really annoyed um, by the firefighters. His his when he was doing the photo shoot, you know. I was annoyed by the other firefighters trying to heckle him. I'm like, okay, he's a good looking guy and he's on the cover of a magazine and you're making fun of him for this. Especially when none of them are exactly like in good shape at all. Yeah. I am like, okay. Um, And he seemed like embarrassed and uncomfortable by it. I just thought he should just really own it and put them in their place. Honestly, do do an ab flex or something. Um, That would have made me, that would have made me enjoy the movie more if, if I had seen, you know, so at that point, I thought it was going to be a really cheesy, hokey movie. 
um, because it just didn't make a lot of sense. But I was, uh, uh, so my expectations I'm, were really low. I mean, it was a really cheesy, hokey movie anyway. It, it was pretty <laughs> cheesy. Yeah. Did your impression of the guys change as the movie went on? Yeah, for like sure. At the end of the movie, like, yeah. I quite liked them by the end of it, especially the patriarch one, um, who's the in a ton guy. of Hallmark movies. Yeah, the... <laughs> I oh, saw his is? face and I'm like, man, he looks familiar. And when we looked him up, he's in a lot of TV. And then he's in a lot of Christmas movies for TV. The photographer at the beginning who was literally only taking pictures of him is in a lot of Hallmark movies too. I was I'm, I'm pretty sure she stars in one actually. But I felt that Marilyn and Zachary, the characters had really good chemistry together. I was happy for that. It didn't feel, you know, disgenuine Absolutely. or anything. I enjoyed nope. that, which is probably where I got the feels from. It wasn't from Christmas. Uh, which was interesting because I, Brandon Ralph did such a good job of playing to not have chemistry with his girlfriend at the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I thought that was really showed some depth of, and, uh, on his part. You know, he's, he showed what it's like to have chemistry with somebody and what it's like not to. Um, mm-hmm. which oh, was my God. Cool. His girlfriend, Jacqueline, though. What a horrible human being. Getting oh. merrily fired for like, for what? Sticking out for the cat? What was it that she did to piss her off? Well, it was for it. talking, yeah, sharply with her at the pet store. I mean, she didn't even get like all up in her face or anything, but she was like. No, no I was about to say, it might have been sharp, but it was nothing that. No. <laughs> it didn't warrant more than a slap on the wrist, if that. It was horrible. And to not like that cat, Ambrose, you have to be soulless because that is the cutest cat I have ever seen in any movie. He was pretty darn And adorable. I am also violently allergic to cats and I always want to mess with them and I can't, right? Because I like breathing. But that cat was, that cat was so cute. His you face all the time. You would have risked it for that cat, right? I would have. I would have rubbed yep. my face just completely in him and then died happy. He was so cute. <laughs> I, I love orange cats. I do too. My, my uh, so Sarah's aunt just got a new orange cat, so we knew her up there. Like we went to visit her aunt, and there's this like less than a year old orange cat Finnegan. His name is running around, and he was the That's sweetest crazy. thing. Oh my um, gosh! I already love this cat just based on the fact that he's orange and his name is Finnegan. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cat was adorable. Marilee's was eh. I'm find. Her as cute? Yeah. No, not as cute. But I like that she was docile and trained very well. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? The little cat moments together were kind of sweet. Oh, know? we're talking about the cat moments. I thought we were talking about Marilee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really liked Marilee's character, even aside from mm-hmm. the chemistry with Zachary. She was kind of refreshing, frankly, for a Hallmark movie. She was very, you know... She's just kind of different to me than a lot of other Hallmark heroines, so to speak. She wasn't a da- damsel in need of saving? No, and she wasn't like perfectly beautiful. You know how most of them are like perfectly beautiful? She was a different kind of beautiful, which I really Gr- like. Girl next door type beautiful. beautiful. She really was. Yeah, Human? and I liked that. Exactly. Yeah. I loved I the scene her. where she was in the parking lot and uh, he was running toward her and she just got breathless and he was running toward her. <laughs> But he ran past her to stop a shopping cart from rolling into another car. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that was <laughs> 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 oh. So, Julia, I think you said in Slack, what was it? What was a specific thing, reason you 
think you really liked this movie? What was it? Was it a specific okay. thing? <laughs> it was a specific thing. So I sat down, watched the movie, and like I said, I, I laughed, I cried, I got all of the romantic feels, and I was sitting there like, why am I reacting so, why am I emoting so much to this movie? And I'm pretty sure it's because that earlier that day I had wrapped up my 45-hour audiobook of It, which means for 45 hours I've been listening to deep, dark places, guys, and I needed something light and fluffy and effervescent, and this is exactly what I needed. So <laughs> let me just tell you, nothing gets Pennywise oh. out of your brain quite did, like the did you love? Did you love the book, though? I loved the book. I did love the book. So real quick, before we get back to the movie, how do you think they're going to pull off the celestial turtle and everything in the It part yeah, I don't two? know. Um, I'm really interested to see how they do that. Do they? I've got to rewatch the first one. Um, they mentioned oh, the, should in the first one, don't they? They do. Yep. Okay. All right. I thought they did, but not the turtle. Is the turtle in the first one? Even no. the mentioning of the turtle? No, there's a lot of turtle imagery okay. in the first one, like uh, in okay. the ha- in the rooms and stuff like that, but they don't right. mention him. Okay. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I really loved listening to it. But for one, it was really well read, but um, picturing Bill Hader as – he's Eddie, right? No. Yep. He's not no, Eddie. No, he's <sighs> – There's Eddie Kasprak and there's crap at all. Anyway, I can't think of his name. But it was neat picturing him because you could totally see – you could totally see it. You know, that's great casting. I'm super excited about the next one. Me too. And with her as Beverly is just great. I'm excited. Bill Haters playing Richie. Yep. Beep, beep, Richie. Beep, beep, Richie. Yeah. Beep, beep. So, so it, it was a good, it was a good way to recover from 40, 45 hours of Stephen King. I bet. <laughs> Okay, so basically, there's really not much more to this plot than what Tom read in the summary. Zachary has a meet cute with Merrily when he's shopping for cat food for this straight cat Ambrose he took in, which he's convinced he's not going to keep, especially because his girlfriend hates the thing. He grows attached to the cat. He keeps running into Merrily. They clearly develop feelings for one another. Merrily lives in an apartment building with her own cat, even though they have a policy against cats. She ends up getting kicked out. So, of course, where did she move into? Zachary's house. No, not just his house. His beautiful house that he's renovating all on his own because he's a manly fireman who also likes woodworking. <laughs> he, that's his hobby. He buys houses and flips them. It's why he never decorates for Christmas, as he says. He's never in a house long enough to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she helps him paint and. Or one man renovating a house by himself would definitely give him time to decorate for Christmas. Yeah. Anybody yep. who's anybody who's renovated a house will tell you that's not a believable line. You know what else is not believable? The way they were tiling or backsplashing that kitchen. Oh where she's like all cute sitting up on the counter, and she's like, no. "Here, put some stuff on the tile." And he was scraping it. No, that's not no. how it worked. <laughs> That made me angry. It's messy. Marty and I looked at each other like, that is not real life. I did, fi- I did find it funny when, before she moved in, when he was just working on it alone. It was just him and the cat, and he had all the different shades of white on the wall, and he was trying to pick which one, and his girlfriend comes in. He's like, which one do you think? And she's like, they're white. And he goes through the different shades of white they are. I thought that was funny. 
<laughs> yeah, that's another thing. I'm like, I don't know that that uh, if you're flipping a house, you would really care about the color white that much. I live in a house, care. and you would care. Oh yeah, I think he loved the house like he loved the cat. And so, I mean, obviously, that's where him and Marilee live now, and they're married, right? So I think it was kind of like the attachment for the house as well as the attachment to the cat and this growing attachment for Marilee. Okay. It all kind of tied together pretty well. So I can't remember the line, but what's the line that comes back at the end where he has to go to the highest point? What's that about? Like he climbs a mountain, you know, buds through the fire truck. What's the line, original line she said? Uh, Mar- I don't remember Mar- the line. I just remember it being that story about tigers, that tiger behavior, what a tiger does for basically kind of, yeah. So he brings that up. Merrily brings it up, I guess. And because uh, her parents were very close and in love. Yes. And she basically talks about tiger behavior, about how they climb the highest point or something and something to do with love. <laughs> so at the end, when Zachary's trying to win merrily back after a misunderstanding where she thinks, you know, of course. She, th- she, <laughs> she thinks there's something between them. And then she runs into him at a restaurant with another woman, but there's nothing there, but she doesn't know that. So she moves out of the house embarrassed and, uh, you know, he and Ambrose take the fire truck on Christmas Day to where she's volunteering and uh, professes her, his love for her and says, oh, just like the, there's no mountain around, but, you know, this will have to do. And he climbs up to the top of his fire truck with her and they kiss and they live happily ever after while Ambrose and her cat watch from a lower section of the fire truck. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I for those of you who haven't seen the movie you're probably thinking wtf but it's cute in context it it's not it's not nearly as hokey as we make it the movie's not as hokey as we're making it sound no, no. it's not it's really not um just a very there's still lack of snow really lack of snow. and i feel like they put snow in every other hallmark movie why they pick, they do literally they take it out of this other. one Maybe if it wasn't Brandon Routh's salary, maybe tra- <laughs> maybe trained animals cost a lot of the budget. Is trained animals are in, they aren't in a lot of Hallmark movies. That's right? true. They've got to take up a portion. We talked about the fireman friends, but what did you think of her of Marilee's veterinary friend, student friend? She, she's in veterinary school. Putting herself through, she works at a pet store, but she's putting herself through veterinary school because she loves animals. And her she friend has was adorable. I mean, were, she was beautiful was for one, mm-hmm. but yeah, she was funny too. I really liked her. She was Indian. She was Native American, right? Or Inuit, or some kind of. Uh, she was native. Yeah. yeah, she had. She was gorgeous. Like her bone structure. Holy crap, she was really pretty. I agree. I feel like I comment more on how pretty the females are. <laughs> In these movies, than they all do. I think Marilee was very pretty in a girl next door type of way. Like you said, like I think that's what that enhanced her attractiveness that she was a human being. That ruins it for me when mandroids are in movies. <laughs> mandroids. Mandroids. <laughs> so, do either of you have other favorite scenes or parts or least favorite parts besides the atmosphere? 
like I said, my two favorite parts are the Christmas tree shopping because mm-hmm. I really liked her rules for picking out the perfect tree. Marilee's rules for picking out the perfect tree. I did too. And uh, I liked when they were decorating the tree afterwards too because that was a one bit that looked slightly Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any others. I don't even have any quotes really specific. No. No, that's one thing I've noticed about this. Um, the Hallmark about films. The Hallmark movies, their, their scripts don't give themselves to quotes. No. Mm-hmm. I wish I had written down the tiger quote. <laughs> I would have said that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've been Googling for it and can't find it. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it. So you said it earlier, Julia, this is not a Christmas movie. In no. Your mind. Not a Christmas movie. No Linus uh, moment. No. And no Linus moment. And, and really, honestly, love, if but... it had had, if it had had a Linus moment, I still don't know that I would consider this a Christmas movie because of the blatant lack of atmosphere, like blatant lack. I don't even know that I could get by on the Linus criteria. Mm-mm. No, it has growth, but not Linus growth. No. No. <laughs> You want to say it, don't you? No, I don't know yes, what you're you talking do. about. Yes, you do. <laughs> that would lead the way for the most inappropriate episode <laughs> of our show yet. That's why I didn't say it. But you were thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> Pervert. Okay, so real quick, yep. what would you grade this movie? And just for fun, I'm curious, what would you grade it if it had Christmassy atmosphere? Like, even if it just had snow and some background music. Oh, I'm just curious. A different question. Those are two, yeah. different, those are two entirely different questions. Um, exactly. So why don't you give the fake score first and then the real score? Fake score would have topped two. Real score is going to come in at one and, a quarter, one and three quarters because it's not a Christmas movie. Let's see. So fake score for me would have been around uh, five, probably. Wow. Nice. Real score has got to rank higher than a very Brady, Brady Christmas for me. So I'm going to come in at a three. I'm going to give it a five and a half. Wow. I was, I was about to give it a six, but I was like, no, Batman Returns was not a Christmas movie and it looked, and it was a better film. So, <laughs> Oh no, you're not done. You didn't give, was your fake score the? Oh, that was my, that was my real score. That was your, what's your fake score? If it was chocked full of Christmas atmosphere, where would it rank? Probably, it probably would have been like a seven. Wow. Okay. Pretty nice. I like that. So don't let the low ratings discourage listeners. Just. No, don't. Just don't expect Christmas feels. Watch don't it wa- in the middle of summer. I was okay. going to say, don't watch it in <laughs> December. <laughs> so the average is 3.25. Where does that put us, Anthony? That puts us between, this would be number 26 on our list between the Santa Claus 3, the Escape Claus, and just above the star. Hmm. All right. Okay. So that was The Nine Lives of Christmas. I think it'll be a long time before we cover another film on a Hallmark starring two adorable cats. I don't know if that's true. Given their target audience, I would think there'll be a lot of movies with cats. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question for you guys real quick. Did you guys see Charlene's video? Our listener, Charlene's video that she, YouTube video she made? I did. I kind of, uh, uh, I got really excited, guys. For those of you out there, we have a listener. 
uh, Charlene, Forever Char, I think is her YouTube name too. She made a video where she talks about all the various Christmas podcasts out there. Can't wait for Christmas, Christmas past, and yours truly. And she said some really nice words about Tis a Podcast. And uh, it really made my day. Yeah, the coolest part was where she talked about, she talked about how we are, um, that when she listens to us, she feels like she's listening to friends, even though she's never met any of us. And I think that's about the highest praise we could ask for because that's what we're going for with this whole podcast. Also, last, I don't know if you guys know, but this month we were mentioned on Can't Wait for Christmas and we were mentioned on Christmas Past. Brian and Tim wow. both gave us some shout outs. So thanks, Brian and Tim. Awesome. I'm going to want to talk about it. Uh, I was in, um, as Brian Earl says, sunny San Mateo uh, a couple weeks ago. And while I was there, I met up with Brian and Tim. And I uh, got to hang out with them in person. So we had some uh, a nerdy Christmas podcast catch up. And it was That's awesome. pretty awesome. I like they're both really cool guys. Um, we had a lot of good conversation. And I feel like even taking the Christmas element out of the uh, out of the equation and the discussions, um, I would really enjoy hanging out with both these guys on a regular basis. They're cool. That's so neat. Yeah, that is neat. It would be really cool. Well, firstly, it would be really cool for the three of us to meet up and hang out one day. It would be yeah, really well. cool for all the Christmas podcasts to get together and hang out in person one day. That would be super cool. That would be really cool. I don't know how much nerddom um, <laughs> my, my wife, for one, would how much grace my wife would give for that much nerddom. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how much uh, Sarah would be able to. Uh, how long Sarah would be able to put up with that? Maybe the spouses <laughs> just need to do something else that day. <laughs> they could all talk about how annoyingly nerdy their spouse. <laughs> I feel like they uh, bond and become friends over that topic. <laughs> I think that's a very real possibility. Yeah. Imagine we'll hang out and then our spouses become better friends than the three of us. <laughs> um, I, don't um, I, I don't know if I mentioned it to you guys or not, but uh, Christine and I decided we're going to start doing um, our vacations around Christmas time and seeing various places at Christmas. Very cool. Well, that's awesome. That's so a I'm good idea. Super excited to do that. Yeah, that's neat. But yeah, thanks for the shout out, Char. And everyone should... Look up that video. We'll link you it should. on our social medias. Yeah, we, we, sent, we sent it out last week, but we'll, let's do it again um, the day this dropped. Definitely. It was a, it was a cool, there were, a, it'll help you find some other Christmas podcasts too. Um, and, and she's a great speaker. She should have her, I mean, you should follow her on YouTube in general. She has a few videos up there and she's awesome. She seems really cool. She's precious too. She, she is. Our episode this, this week, guys, lacks some Christmas feels because our movie lacked Christmas feels. So... I'm going to bring a question that I'm jacking straight from the Christmas subreddit. What are some of your unpopular Christmas opinions? Julia, why don't you go first? I'm still thinking. Well, I hate eggnog, for one. <coughs> disgusting. And I, can, I can agree with you there. <laughs> and I also hate A Christmas Story. Hate that movie. I know we haven't gotten to it yet, and we will, but I also know it's one of the most popular Christmas movies out there. I despise it with a, just about every fiber of my being, and Marty quite likes it. So when it comes on all day long on Christmas Day, I love my husband, so we put it on, but it's like the whole time, it's needles in the back of my neck. I hate that movie. I don't know that I've ever been more excited to do an episode with you two than <laughs> to do that one now. Do you think it's because of how over exposed it is that maybe it's just like do you think you would think, maybe like it a little not necessarily like it more but i hate it less if it wasn't so overexposed 
Well, so I've always hated it. And I'm pretty sure a lot of that is because my parents also don't like it. And I don't think my brother liked it, but I'm not sure. So it, it played like once in our house that I can think of, and then it would be on, right? But anytime it would come on, it was like this immediate knee-jerk reaction to turn it off as fast as possible. And I've given it second chances, and I don't like any of the characters. I hate the color of the movie, and I, I hate that movie. <laughs> so so I, I'll, I'll jump in about Christmas Story real quick, just since we're on the topic. I only saw it for the first time a few years ago. Just because when I was, you know, it, I mean, it's on 24-7 every Christmas for as long as I can remember. Yep. But every time I was slipping through the channels, if, every time I caught bits and pieces of it prior to when I sat down to watch it, I had your opinion, Julia, like the colors didn't appeal to me, the look of it didn't appeal to me. So mm-hmm. I just never bothered. I was like, always slip by because it's Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, whenever it's on, there's a million other specials on, like why waste my time? Mm-hmm. And then a few years ago, I finally watched it for the first time. I had never watched it either, but I feel like because it was always on at places that I went to that I had seen the movie in its entirety, out of order. I'm excited to do the episode because I'm excited to see if my opinion changed about it because I didn't much care for it the one time I saw it, even though I appreciate, you know, it's standing in pop culture. Like it has some classic iconic Christmas moments and the lamp is an icon, but um, yeah, I'm really excited. And just like the original Christmas was a once in a lifetime event, hearing Julia talk about this movie (laughs) for our Christmas Eve episode, maybe a once in a lifetime occurrence for our (laughs) listeners, the rage she'll have. So I'm really excited. Dear God, are we doing that on Christmas Eve? We're dropping it for Christmas Eve uh, because we figured the social media presence It'll be trending on social media, so we figured that's the perfect one to do for Christmas Eve. Anthony, did Christmas you just com- did you just compare <laughs> Incarnate Birth of God with Leah's Rage? <laughs> I just want to make sure I just want to make sure I understood that correctly, and that I'm not getting something out of context here. Hey guys, keep listening because it could be a Christmas miracle. I could Ooh. rewatch this movie and actually change my mind. Maybe. <laughs> well, Marty, we'll sit down and watch that one with you. Oh, definitely. Yes, definitely. I think, so I, want Ju- I, think I want Julia to Twitch this one. I, I was about to say, maybe for Patreon, she can watch it live for our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anybody out there interested in that. Leave us a message on our social media. Uh, you, you have two people on this call right now who would be interested in watching <laughs> that. <laughs> I wonder if there's a way we could watch it together. There's got to be. That would be so cool. And we've cool. got time to figure it out. Anthony, how about you? Un- unpopular Christmas opinions? Uh, so I'll, I'll agree with the eggnog and the one time I saw a Christmas story, I didn't really much care for it. Actually, funnily enough, I liked the musical, as atrocious as that was, better than the film. But oh. um, So one that's just not copying Julia. I hate peppermint which i mentioned before on this podcast hey i love the idea of candy canes and everything like that and you know i just hate it i can't i can't nope not for me and what's the other one gingerbread not a fan of either i know i feel like anthony's uh christmas freak flag needs to be taken away yeah i think so too i mean talk about the two flavors of christmas Mm. not for me i'll I'll build the gingerbread houses though and then sarah and my friends will eat them at the parties we have but i won't touch it i'll build them though i'll enjoy 
building the gingerbread houses. Don't you have and to I, them to build it? And I put candy canes, you know, on the tree sometimes. But uh, I won't touch them myself. I swear <laughs> Sarah could literally mix her hot chocolate with the candy cane and everything. I'm like, nope. Oh, no. That's oh, no. sad. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you were saying, oh, no, to the mixing the candy. The No, that's sad. That is that's sad. so good. Peppermint mochas are like my favorite thing from Starbucks. <laughs> Um, I can eat, I mean, I'm perfectly content having peppermint year round. It's not a Christmas thing for me. So what's your unpopular opinion then, Tom? I've got a few of them. (laughs) He's had this list ready to go. (laughs) I have. Any Christmas music by a Beatle or former Beatle is automatically terrible. (laughs) All of them are just awful. Um, Happy Christmas, The War Is Over has no business being on the radio. Simply having a song. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply, I know my playout music is going to be this week. (laughs) Um, These should just be cats meowing. Oh my gosh! Um, (laughs) They have that cat's Christmas CD. Jingle bells. I cannot stand listening to Mariah Carey at Christmas or any other time. I agree. Uh, I can't stand that song that she has. I love Uh, it. I'm glad it's always on at Christmas. Ugh. See, yeah, it's like my, it. my opinions here are unpopular. <laughs> Although on this podcast, it seems like the unpopular opinions tend to be popular. Um, <laughs> more, of us, more of us are in favor of the unpopular ones than the uh, other ones. So yeah, those are some of my, my, my unpopular Christmas opinions typically revolve around Christmas music. I would much rather listen to like the King's College Christmas carols all day long as opposed to a lot of pop culture Christmas music. It's not really an unpopular Christmas opinion because I feel like it's probably the same with every Christmas fan. I get beyond annoyed when people complain about Christmas creep. Um, Me too. I am perfectly fine with uh, Christmas ads and Christmas stuff coming out in July. Actually, I learned the reason that that all started. Brian Earl did a drop the surprise present for everybody, a Christmas in July episode of Christmas Past. And in it, he discusses Christmas in July and I learned some stuff. So if any of you are complain about christmas creep i recommend listening to that episode and uh <laughs> and yeah and they're it, not listening to our I, they're, they're not to listening say, to our podcast <laughs> if we have any listeners who are complaining about the christmas creep please write us and let us know how you found our podcast and why you're still listening <laughs> well, guys there there were people on the uh, subreddit for christmas complaining about christmas creep actually i think we had one somebody on our subreddit complain about it once not complain about, but they said in their mind, Christmas should be saved for after Halloween. See, I'm just not that, Halloween's not that big of a deal for me. It never has been. I love Halloween. Halloween, uh, Thanksgiving is just sort of a, I, I look at it as a Christmas practice to dry run. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's so funny. Halloween is, you know, uh, a little hope at the, uh, near the end, a reminder where we're going. And, uh, yeah. I love Halloween and Thanksgiving has definitely gone up in my estimations as I've grown up. It has. But uh, Christmas has definitely still looms large over from September onward for me. I think I got, I, I gained more of a, of an appreciation for Thanksgiving the one year I had to spend it alone by myself at Denny's. And that came up during, uh, if you want to hear that story, please go back and listen to our Santa Claus episode. That's a great question. Let us know what your unpopular Christmas opinions are. Um, we're on a variety of social media sites. We're on Twitter at Tis the Pod, Instagram at Tis the Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Tis the Podcast as well. And you're always welcome to email us or reach out on our websites. Our most active place is our subreddit, which is 
r slash tis the podcast. Um, and again, if you have awesome questions like the one that Tom asked this week, let us know because we love we love answering questions like that. You can also take an extra step if you feel so inclined to rate and review us in the iTunes podcast store. Uh, five stars is super awesome, but just give us what you feel. And we love that feedback. It drives us on as well. Um, and come hang out with us. We have a lot of fun on our social media. We have fun recording during the week, but we have more fun interacting with y'all there. And if you want extra Tissa podcast content, you can uh, visit our Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash podcast where for as little as a dollar per month, you can get access to extra episodes of our show, bonus episodes of our show, such as the extended office Christmas episode that we did, which is double the length of the one we dropped on iTunes. And that one's a lot of fun. We reviewed the movie Clue, the comedy movie Clue from 1984, which was Tom's first time watching it. So that was a lot of fun as well. And, uh, most relevant while we're recording this, um, we did a Hocus Pocus episode, the Halloween cult classic, which just turned 25 years old yesterday, July 16th. Crazy. Yeah. So uh, I loved that episode. And uh, yeah, we got really got into that one. So you should check that out. And we have a lot of cool stuff, plan- future episodes planned. Um, Christmas commercials, both U.S. and foreign ones, Batman Noel, Friends Thanksgiving episodes. We just have a lot of good content coming. So if you feel so inclined, head on over there and uh, donate what you can. So next week's movie is my pick, which I'm super excited about. Um, I have seen this one, which is why I picked it. was not a random selection. It's actually not a Hallmark movie. It's like a Lifetime or whichever other off-brand Hallmark <laughs> produces Christmas movies, but it's 2015's The Spirit of Christmas. You can watch it on Netflix if you're a Netflixer, or you can rent it for $1.99 on Amazon. And I don't know if it's on YouTube, but please don't watch it on YouTube if you have like a bad audio or a recording of a TV or something ghastly like that. So do your homework, watch that movie, come ready to discuss or listen. I'm excited. You guys want to know what else is exciting? What? We only have 155 days until Christmas. Which is only 22 weeks. Yours Holy sounds background. so much better, Anthony. <laughs> I, went into, I went to Target the other day and all the back to school stuff is out. Yes. And, and that made me excited. I feel bad for all the kids, but that made me excited because after the back to school stuff, it's going to be the Halloween and Christmas stuff. So we're getting there, guys. Yay. I loved back to school time. Eh. I, I liked picking out all the new stuff and then literally a two days into the first week i'm like i'm over it <laughs> <laughs> didn't you last guys. very long and you know what else is exciting guys what we are super close to doing a harry potter christmas episode <laughs> we really are <laughs> I can't it. that was the sound of glee <laughs> <laughs> or how you sound around cats <laughs> That's much more. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, (laughs) until next week, guys, have a good one. Yowie Christmas. (laughs) 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 Didn't end with me laughing. (laughs) The moon is right. The spirit's up. We're here tonight. And that's enough. Simply Christmas time, simply having a wonderful Christmas time.
Children sing their song. 